Hello, and you are listening to The Naked Nerd. Episode 1, How to Be a Nudist. Hello, everyone, and you are listening to The Naked Nerd. I'm your host, The Naked Nerd himself. Um, just a couple of things. So this is take two of episode one. Uh, the previous audio that was on this particular episode was really poor, and... I ended up having to get rid of it because there were places where it was kind of echoey and the microphone that I had at the time was not really conducted to what I was trying to say. So I am going to do another take of this particular episode, um, starting off by saying that the point of this episode is to talk about how does one become a nudist, but the point of this podcast is to talk about things that are related to nudism or naturism, uh, whichever term you may prefer. Now, for the purposes of this show, I'm not going to uh, talk about what I look like because in society we tend to judge people quite a bit on their looks and it's something that we need to steer away from because today we live in a society where people are judged if you're not in a certain uh, structure, if you don't actually fit into what is beautiful. And it's something that we need to discuss, but that's a that's an episode for another time. So, let's get on with the show by talking about how to become a nudist. Well, to actually answer that question, let's talk about what naturism or nudism is. It's basically an appreciation for being naked in a naked body. Uh, but how does one actually get there? For some, they've been brought up in families where it's actually been socially acceptable in their family. For others, it's been a long and lonely journey. For quite a number of people, it's been a trip around the world, particularly in Europe, where they experience places where nudity is socially acceptable and they felt that they needed to have a go and they never looked back. Um, for me, it's been a lifelong journey. Um, for me personally, it's been a lifelong journey and I'd like to share that with you today. So let's begin at the beginning, which is a very good way to start. Now, I'm only going to condense this story to a few minutes because if I was to tell the story, it would be seven books. If there were movies, there would be uh, eight movies where uh, the last two are split into two parts. Um, for those of you who actually get what I'm talking about, good for you. Uh, you're welcome to have a conversation with me anytime. So, I was 13. I was 13, and that's generally the time where puberty really hits you. And just to give you a bit of context, though, um, as a kid, I never really felt comfortable in clothes. Even in my school uniform, I really felt uncomfortable. Now, as a kid, I have to admit I was a chubby kid, uh, but uh, being a chubby kid... I was always teased up for being chubby. Now, um, that also played into a lot of things that I will talk about later on. But it's also something that 
made me feel really uncomfortable, particularly with clothes, because um, not that uh, nothing would fit me, uh, if that's even the correct way of saying it, but in general, just clothes in the material in itself, just touching my skin, just never really sat right with me. Um, so at the age of 13, I decided on my own and with some hesitation to actually try a bit of nudity in my room. Now, I know what you're thinking at 13, nudity, uh, and that's not it. So get your head out of the gutter. But let me tell you, I actually did experiment with my nudity in terms of how to actually go about being naked for long periods of time. So it started off by being naked for maybe 15 to 20 minutes while doing homework. Um, and it's something that really helped me to feel great about myself. Now, this didn't have its own issues or problems because um, growing up, I didn't get a lock on my door until probably 13 because we did renovations. But also, the uh, dynamic of my household um, and my background doesn't really uh, leave well for privacy because we all need to know what's going on in our lives. Now, to put it to you bluntly, um, my privacy was very sparingly. And it was something that I myself needed to uh, overcome quite some time. But let me tell you, those moments where I was naked, it felt really freeing and I felt very comfortable about myself. But it was still something that I was only limited to because of privacy. Um, and that became more challenging as years went by. Um, because of things that changed, um, in my household, uh, the things that I wasn't able to prevent because let's face it, there's things that you can't change in life because life happens. Um, but for the most part, I felt really comfortable in those moments. Now, growing up though, clothing became very much a norm and something that I had to really uh, be aware of because um, one of the things that society does is we tend to judge people by how we dress or what we dress in. Um, particularly at that that time, um, so this is around 2000, early 2000s, um, my family were going through a bit of a rough financial stage because my my dad had been uh, made redundant. And so we couldn't really afford new clothes. And so um, that really made things uh, a little bit challenging, particularly where dad was home more often and being able to have time to myself was just really, really challenging. But in terms of clothing, I was judged pretty much by my friends early on because they would keep, they keep asking me things like, oh, why are you wearing that? You wore that three uh, uh, three times in the last uh, three times that we saw you. Um, it's quite 
frankly, when it comes to judging, people tend to look at your clothes and not for the character or the personality that you are. But that led me to um, more personal nudity. But it became sparingly, sparingly less as years went by. It wasn't until... I was I was in my mid-late 20s that I began to actually assert myself a little bit more and go out there, put myself out there a little bit more. And I ended up being part of a number of different online groups. Um, most of these groups that I was a part of have since disbanded because there was lack of organization or there was just a lack of people that were really close to my age. For the most part, it was just uh, something that I liked talking to people about being naked, but it just didn't feel right because they weren't my age. I mean, I got some wisdom from people who were older than I was, Um, but in one group, I believe I was the youngest person by at least 30 years, and uh, that was quite daunting because I thought there were at least people my age who would be into naturism or nudism. Um, so I ended up going to try this other group um, who were a, an international young naturist group, um, but there was still the same issue. Like, still was able to talk to people. I was still able to talk to a number of different people from around the world. But there weren't many people close by, also I thought. Um, so joining these particular groups helped me in the sense of understanding the world around me, but not so much uh, getting in touch with people close by so I could uh, be able to interact, at least on a social level. Now, this led me to going to an unnudist slash naturist resort or clothing optional resort. Um, now, when it comes to going to a clothing optional resort, um, it's also about your comfort level. Now, because I've been wanting to be naked for uh, quite some time in a, uh, in a social setting, uh, I was more than happy to actually be there. But for some people who want to try it and uh, might not know the, the proper etiquette, it may be a bit daunting to them because um, they're not used to seeing uh, a large level of naked people at one time. Um, also, because you're basically entering into a world where you are living in a setting that doesn't really judge you based on what you wear, but rather the company and personality that you're able to hang around with. Um, For me, though, it was a combination of the two because I was more than happy to actually be there. I ended up going with a friend that I ended up meeting in one of these uh, nature's groups online. Um... And it was quite a good long weekend, but I felt that it was not a long, 
enough visit for me to be there. But also, it was my fault to begin with because I didn't have my license. Um, if I had my license at the time, I probably would have stayed there much longer. But the, the thing is, um, everyone's experience is going to be different. For me, I like to be naked, but I just wish I had been there longer. Um, but other experiences actually led to that. Though I did have to stop for quite a number of years because of a change in career. Now, particularly in this day and age, being naked is still seen as weird. It's still seen as weird, um, which is something I find weird myself because we all have bodies. We all have different shapes, sizes, and everything. Um, but it's still seen as a weird thing. It's still taboo. Um, so I actually had to stop because I made a change in career because if someone had found out about it, um, I would have been probably not just in trouble, but also would have been embarrassed by, uh, the people that I worked with. Um, but so far so good. Uh, no one has actually asked about, uh, my particular experiences and I don't care to share them unless they ask. Also, um, it's only been the last few years, so I'm going to say from 2016 to about now, that I've been able to be part of an, a couple of other groups um, that I've made, I would say, uh, very long-lasting friendships. One of these groups I'm part of is the YA, sorry, YNOA, so the Young Nudists of Australia. And they're a group that promotes uh, nudism or naturism within a 18 to 14 uh, age group. Now, um, this particular group was founded by a couple of really great people um, who I've since made friends with. Now, one thing that you need to know about being part of an, this online group is that... Um, there is verification of who you are because it's not a matter of, well, in that case, it's not judging you on based on what you look like. It's basically a verification to be accountable. And which brings me to our next point. Uh, with naturist groups, sometimes it tends to be a little bit more of the perverted side where people really misjudge what the whole aspect of being a nudist or naturist is. Um, which I'm actually going to be bringing up in another episode because I think it's something that we need to talk about. Um, and the verification system has worked really well. So basically, if you have your license, if you have any form of ID, uh, please make sure that you have that so you can basically join the group. Now, with that in mind, with this particular group, I end up making quite a number of different friends, um, end up making great conversations with people who by far have really good outlook on life. I must say, I also end up going to, uh, a couple of events, including a, uh, a meetup at uh, Cobblers beach in Sydney. Also was able to go to a nude mini golf uh, night, which was actually quite fun, awkward, but quite fun, um, where I was able to meet new people and really feel comfortable 
in my nudity and not feel judged by the people around me. Um, it also led me to join a particular club. Now, this club, the ACT Nudist Club, um, I've been going there for the last two years, and they have been really, really lovely. Um, the group themselves are of an older generation, but there are, there are young people going there... The, sorry, let me rephrase. There are young families and uh, younger people going there uh, from time to time. But the people that are there are quite awesome. Their wisdom that they've actually been able to share, their stories of the early days of the nudist movement have been, I would say, some of the more powerful stories I've heard in my life. Particularly when we still live in a world where we are constantly judged by what we look like. These people have been able to actually move past that and actually share their own life story and being able to uh, be the most welcoming people I would say I've ever met. Um, but that's my story. But how does one actually become a news in general? So let me just take you through a few steps. One, Take note of your comfort zones. Now, with being naked and being able to feel comfortable being naked, it's all a matter of knowing your comfort zones. Now, for some people, and probably more of general society, their comfort levels are at basically T-shirt, underwear, or uh, no shirt and uh, whatever smalls that they have. Um... And that's completely fine because that's their comfort zone. But for nudists, um, if you want to become one, knowing your comfort zone is probably, or comfort zones, it's probably the best thing for you because um, particularly when you're going into a state of getting in touch with your body, it's all about how comfortable you feel because you you shouldn't feel pressured into uh, joining a movement if you don't feel comfortable. Particularly with nudism, um, if you feel that you're going to be judged by your body or if you have those uh, anxieties about yourself, then you need to take your time. For me, I, I think I took too much time to actually find those comfort zones. But I definitely feel that if I didn't set my comfort zones, um, I probably would have been worse off. Now, with your comfort zones, this can be uh, not just clothing level-wise, but also space-wise. So start off with a small space, preferably your room. Start off by uh, maybe wearing your underwear. Uh, and probably start in your room because your room is perhaps the best safe space because you feel comfortable, it's your space, and you feel that you are able to at least have some sort of control. Um, then I would say start walking around in your home. Um, for me, I've, I've actually taken the time to actually walk around in my home because... Um, that 
cheekiness and just that that exhilaration that you feel being alone and naked at home is something that I feel that uh, people tend to overlook. And it's something for me I find I personally find really comforting. Um, then start off by uh, asserting your own comfort zones uh, outside. Now, that may mean that you might want to join a group or you might want to uh, search for places that might be nude-friendly, um, but that's all up to you. Which brings me to my next point. Research nude-friendly places. Do your research, because particularly if you want to go to a place that's nude-friendly, you might want to do some proper research. Um, I personally have found that if I didn't do my proper research, I probably been would have been stuck in some sort of weird sex cult. Um, because that does tend to happen where people have typed in nudism or naturism and end up finding a place that isn't actually promoting naturism in the first place. And that does tend to happen, unfortunately. So do your research. Um, also, find a group of people or research a group of people that... Uh, that are able to actually facilitate your needs as a naturist or able to share your stories. Um, I myself, being part of the YNOA, have personally felt really comfortable sharing my experiences. Um, The people that I've met or I've talked to have actually been really nice. But I obviously had to do my research first. And finally, I would say uh, last tip, Always bring a towel because nude etiquette, which I'll also be talking about in an, in another episode, uh, requires you to have a towel all times. Um, not because we don't trust you, it's because it's part of an etiquette that I will be going through in a later episode. But how did you become a nudist or naturist? Um, if you're not a nudist or naturist, would you consider being one? Um, so I'll leave you all at that. So... If you want to get in touch with me, please email me at uh, nakednerdpodcast dot, uh, at gmail.com. Um, if you feel like you want to leave a comment, um, share your experiences, please go right ahead. Until next time we meet, um, stay naked and live and live nude.